Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. This week, we're joined by CEO and managing partner of Social Apex, Mark Josie. Mark is also the CEO and co-founder of uh, Kansas City's fourth professional sports team that is also making some waves in the esports world, Kansas City Pioneers. Mm -hmm. Mark, how was your Christmas break? It was good. How about you guys? Good. Can't complain. Yeah, good to have you back. I was going to say, I'm glad to be back here, guys. Missed you. So. Appreciate you having me back, right? Yeah, of course. Well, the Chiefs won their 10th straight game, beating the Falcons in a nail-biter 17-14, to 14, mm-hmm. moving to 14-1 and one on the year. First time they've ever won 14 games in a season. Uh, the Chiefs have honestly made a living of uh, winning close games this year, yeah. uh, winning their last six games by six points or less, which is actually an NFL record. Mm, it is. Um, you know, it'd be nice to blow someone out, but not this year. <laughs> Wait for uh, the playoffs. Huh? That's right. Like, soon. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. As, uh, as we chop it up, we'll cover our opinions of the Falcons game. Uh Kind of talk over our fantasy uh, teams this year and then uh, talk about the Week 17 matchup against the Chargers at home this weekend, even though it probably won't mean that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, we're bringing you our positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. We're a recruiting firm based in Brookside, and we'll bring you the best accounting and finance, admin and marketing, HR operations, and sales talent Kansas City has to offer. Yep. Lucas, what do you got this week? Yeah, so we got a new one today, uh, hot off the press. It is, there's two positions. There's a corporate accountant position and then a property accountant position, both within the same organization. Uh, they're a full service commercial real estate company here in Kansas City. They've been rocking and rolling throughout the Midwest. I think they're in 35 different states and 100 plus cities. And so very well known. Um, great company to work for, a lot of vertical growth. So the property and corporate accountant positions have pretty similar requirements. Um, we want to have a good job history here. So un- unfortunately, if, if you've taken a new position lately or two, three-year-olds in the last couple of years, this, this client's a little bit pickier on that one. Um, but good operational day-to-day accounting background, your AP, your AR, um, some general ledger work, some journal entries, commission calculations, all of those will be uh, a plus. And then strong communication skills as in the property accountant role, you could be discussing with vendors and, and investors, things of that nature. But really exciting roles with good compensation. Cool. Uh, yeah, and on the HR ops and sales side, um, I'm working on a couple out-of-state positions at the moment on the sales side, but uh, we still have that senior recruiter role open. Um, have a couple people in front of them that I haven't bit on yet, so that's still open. It's out in Lenexa. I need to have a couple of years of high-volume recruiting experience to be considered for that. It actually pays really well for a senior recruiting position. Um, so if you're interested, reach out. But uh, those are your positions of the week brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC. Appreciate it. All right, Mark. It's great to meet you, man. I appreciate your time and thanks for coming in to meet with us. You know, I'm really excited to hear your career story uh, and kind of how you ended up with the Pioneers as well as Social Apex. So without further ado, if you'll kind of give us some background. I can do that. Let's do that. Awesome. Right. Uh, I think uh, let's go post-beard and pre-beard is really, <laughs> is really what I'm having a conversation um, Love it. with like kind of my journey. So let's see, uh, I started at Verizon in the Midwest. I'm from Indiana. Um, I've lived here for about eight years now. Um, So started at Verizon, got my degree, moved up, like, you know, store manager, district manager, associate director, director, like all these things, moving around the the country, um, and then got recruited by the president of Sprint, reported to him for a while. Like, you can see nice. this is all pre-beard, right? Yeah. Like, you can't show up like this and be like, I'm ready! You know what I mean? Corporate like, marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Uh, so, uh, you know, got my MBA from KU, my undergrads IU, um, Indiana University. Probably doesn't mean much to the K- Kansas, Missouri folks, but IU is, you know, whatever. Yeah. Go Hoosiers. Um, and so, uh, you know, I was... Moving around, thinking about like the grasses, you know, like 
climbing the ladder and just thinking like, is this what I want to do in life, mm -hmm. right? Like traveling a lot, getting a ton of experience, doing really cool stuff, right? But at the same time going like, hey, when I'm 70, is like somebody else's EBITDA shareholder equity, are these things going to matter to me? Right. Probably <laughs> not, right? Like, so what could I do? What am I passionate about? Um, and it kind of led into, <clears throat> you know, my whole life thinking about bridging and brokering relationships, right? Like being a mentor, being a mentee, for mm -hmm. sure. Like that's super important, mm -hmm. uh, no matter who you are, I think, right. uh, or what skill set you have, right? Um, and then going like, okay, well, there's people that want a little bit more deeper of like, hey, here's how I could help, or here's how, you know, what I would do, or how I would, you know, run your company, or go to go to market strategy, or like this marketing campaign, or how to be a better leader, and some things. So you realize there's probably a consulting angle in yeah. there, right? Yeah. And so, uh, so my partner, uh, I partnered with Jeremy Turman, who mm -hmm. I think you know, right? Mm -hmm. yep. um, super, uh, super smart guy. We started a uh, consulting company and did exactly kind of what I just described, right? And nice. um, so that was really cool. Uh, then we sold that company to uh, a marketing company here in Kansas City, asked us to come in and have a conversation with them, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, which was Social Apex. And they had a really interesting problem, which was like no debt, cash flow positive, happy clients, like tons of trajectory, good growth, great clients in the funnel. And then it was yeah. like, now what? Yeah. You know, now, <laughs> right. now what do we do? You know what I mean? And so uh, the super smart, talented guys there and girls there. And, and it was like, OK, well, let's figure out how this works. And then it was pretty clear that like maybe we should just like come together and I'll run the ship type deal. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So that happened. Uh, so we've been in business now, Social Apex, for I think three, almost three years, yeah. um, which is really exciting. So we're just a local marketing guy. I shouldn't say just. That sounds yeah. terrible. Right? <laughs> that just? Like, that's terrible. Don't ever do that. Don't say just. We are, uh, be very confident, we're a, a marketing company here in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we really focus on is you know, connecting you to the modern consumer, and we do that through content, you know, social media management. Mm -hmm. Um, and paid media, right? That's all we do. We're not yeah. gonna do SEO. We'd be terrible at that. Like, you know, your email marketing campaigns probably don't want us doing those. Right. I mean, we'd be okay, Stick but you don't want anybody shirts, okay, right? right. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. let's not be a jack of all trades, right? <laughs> Uh, and so that was kind of the social apex, and, and you know, and we're very happy. Like, we have partners and you know, clients like the Chamber of Commerce here in Kansas City, Charlie Hustle, a um, couple Excellent. of like. You know, and I won't give you the client list. But anyways, we're very excited, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We're very excited. Um, and so uh, then it led into we met Lorenzo, uh, Lorenzo Brown, who had an idea to start Kansas City Pioneers mm -hmm. in a very similar situation where it's like, hey, uh, the, the Midwest is underserved. Yep. There's not a like in terms of esports, right? Yep. There's not like uh, that same energy here. Mm -hmm. um, we've got a couple of interesting players here and I've got an idea. And so Social Apex thought, well, we should help. Like, for sure we yeah. should help. Like, this is super exciting. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody I know is some sort of gamer, right? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's kind of how it happened about a year ago when we started making content and, you know, kind of advising. And then it came into, like, I want to be much more involved in this. And so, yeah. um, you know, I jumped all in. And so now it's been a year. We had our first small cap raise. Uh, we're starting to actively raise $2 million for our next round, which is just to scale the business and get great teams. We already have, um, you know, world championship, like great caliber teams mm -hmm. that are driving 
uh, a ton of effort and uh, interest, and we have a really loyal fan base. So, yeah. like, it's been crazy. Yeah. So, that was a very long answer no, to I your question. How's that for you? We yeah. love the detailed background. Okay. Yeah. There you, I've, go. uh, you know, I've, I've kind of watched Social Apex grow over the years, um, just kind of watching Sam and uh, just hit him, following him on LinkedIn and seeing all of his content come out. But one of the things I always thought was really cool is, you know, KCP kind of spun up was, you know, the connection between the two companies, um, you know, just kind of being its marketing arm. And um, can you kind of explain how those two operate together and how you kind of support KCP from the social apex side? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, content is the first thing I would say, yeah. like, you know, content of how do we put the right kind of stuff out for the right kind of people, right? Meaning, mm-hmm. like, is this sponsor-based? Is this partner-based? I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> is this sponsor-based? Is this partner-based? Um, you know, are we trying to tell the story of the players? Are we trying? So th- those kind of nuances of, yeah. like, how do you tell mm-hmm. a story? How do you make really highly engaging content? Mm-hmm. That's what Social Apex does with Kansas City Pioneers. Gotcha. And there's a whole nother you know, maybe 20 or 30 people of like content creators, right. I should say not content creators, but a creative marketing team, you would call it traditionally, on the Kansas City Pioneers side that does like, you know, 3D animations and animations and graphic design right. and mm-hmm. all these crazy stuff and, you know, clipping things and, you know, doing stuff that I'm like, that's incredible, like great work. So yeah. there's a ni- nice mesh of we on the social apex side do like the higher end content. Um, and then everything else funnels through the really um, interesting esports specific content, nice. I should say. Sure. So I don't know. You may be already aware. I do have an idea of oh. the esports world. So my brother Slacked is on the Florida Mutineers this year. Um, he's been grinding since Call of Duty 4. I put the controller in his hand. He walked in. He was big into like arts and craft, never played games. He goes, What are you doing? This is shoot. Call of Duty 4. Four was what 2012 ish maybe, Probably, yeah. and he gets his first kill, and then the rest is history. Climb yeah. the ranks and whatnot. So he was taking credit for this. I know. I did, did everybody notice? He's like, so I don't know if you know. <laughs> I set the controller. You owe me a royalty slack. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Go, but I have an idea of that Call of Duty world and like where they've moved up into becoming franchised sure. within this last year or two, and and how that league operates. How does KC Pioneers fit into the hierarchy of, of esports? Mm-hmm. What can players, uh, what titles are you involved in, right? If you want to sh- share with everyone. Sure. Um, and then how can they utilize KCP to kind of help flourish or grow their careers? And, and is there a way to do so? Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. So what we'll start with is here's what we're actively in, right? Mm-hmm. So we definitely have content creators and streamers that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Anything, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much like, you know, ranging from Among Us to like Valorant to. Yeah. Know, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of another one. Uh, but and then the ones that we really do, <coughs> uh, Rocket League. So we have like top five Rocket League team in North America, yeah, t- crazy. qualified yeah. for worlds right now, which is insane, right? Awesome. Um, thousands and thousands of fans and viewership. It's nuts, right? Yeah. Um, and we also have uh, Madden players. So we have we 2017 uh, Aaron Rodgers the belt. Uh, we have 2017 Madden <laughs> championship here. He's from Kansas City. Uh, we also have a uh, Valorant team, a uh, Halo team, and a Call of Duty team, right? Sure. And so that's, we're just focused on a few things, kind of mm-hmm. like we don't want to be in everything. Right. right? right. Um, and right. then also we want to make sure that we're building a really good foundation to scale mm-hmm. and, you know, support certain kind of fans and players and then obviously have, um, you know, really strong commitment to, like, growing their brand, growing our brand. How do we see the trajectory of esports, which kind of, you know, piggybacks on your uh, next part of your question, which is, like, if you take a journey back to kind of like esports, you're thinking, all right, so you got early 2000, you got mm-hmm. like FaZe Clan, you got like 100 yeah. Thieves type stuff, yes. like these Cloud9, these huge organizations, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, and not really like a geo based and like a few different sports like that. That's great. And then really grown a brand. So really cool entertainment. Then you have probably 2010 ish, mm-hmm. 2010s. Is that how you say it? 2010s? Yeah. We're going to go with it. <laughs> 2010s. Okay. Uh, the 2010s. So that we, uh, we see um, kind of like the franchise model come in, right? So you sure. see like CSGO, you see like Call of Duty, you see NBA 2K, right? So people yeah. are kind of familiar with that. Mm-hmm. And then what we see today, the evolution is more geo-based teams, right? So think of it as like a big funnel, right? Coming right. very much down. Yeah. Um, and there's some very specific teams like the Pittsburgh Knights um, who are partnered with like the Steelers right. and they have you know investment group and some other stuff going on with those guys. You have Charlotte Phoenix, again, mm-hmm. engaged in the community. Um, very specific geo based, and then you know there's some other ones too, like Minnesota yeah. Rockers or, or Version One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then somewhere here recently, Call of Duty said, "Hey, let's do a little bit of like in between geo right. and franchise." Right. And so they've been very specific about where they want to be, and in, in terms of Call of Duty, uh, and and where they want to make sure that uh, the teams are located, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit different, right? Because the franchise fee is like insane yeah right yeah Yeah. and you have to have like you know you think about like somebody that could really support like high net worth or high capital high Mm -hmm. social capital um and then you know an an ability to like ensure you can go out and secure these big time players Mm -hmm. could Uh, you guys grow your team in the amateurs or like challengers league which would be like the triple a of baseball or like you know where they would get pulled up what does that look like you can but it really just still boils down to like the franchise right like what would happen is you would probably grow really good players and then somebody that's already existing like the mutineers that goes like hey slacked (laughs) hey how's how's live treating you right sure sure um and so that was what would happen now we i would say that you know we have talked to the commissioner of call of duty right Right. johanna and she's um you know like supportive of kansas city pioneers of course Mm. but we're definitely not quite ready for like a hundred million dollar type venture, right? Which is really what it would be. Like, how do you sell out to make sure that the Timo Center is sold out? How do Mm -hmm. we bring, you know, economic growth that way? How do Mm -hmm. we ensure you have an insane Call of Duty loyal fan base? Right. um, And like such a bigger infrastructure to support. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, full disclosure, we are not ready, right? To do that for sure. Uh, And then also they paused expanding, um, you know, cities or whatever. Sure, so. But that's mm-hmm. also why, from a business perspective, you've, you're growing other titles and other games and other teams, so you're not just this one-trick pony. Yeah, I mean, I think putting all of your eggs in one basket is great if you're really, really good at it, mm-hmm. um, but it's really volatile, and we want to make sure that, one, we do a couple things, right? We want to make sure that we support, like, diversity, equity, inclusion in our community, and that's great. both in esports and locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see that reflective in a makeup of our Kansas City pioneers. Um, and then also... We want to be able to like grow a loyal fan base across like mm-hmm. different titles, and that does yeah. a couple of things, right? That Smart. makes you more excited about like instead of hey, I'm just a football fan, like I'm a football and I'm a baseball fan, right? right. Like because we see um, there are definitely cl- cross-platform play, right? Mm-hmm. Like or no, like cross esports play, um, obviously on different platforms, but. Uh, so it's fine if you're a FIFA fan and a Rocket League fan. Right. So we don't have to hone in all on that. And yeah. so that that allows us to do some really interesting things with our fans and um, content that we can create and get really interesting streamers and content creators as well as like pro and amateurs and yeah. those sure. titles. So that's kind of the plan for sure. Awesome. I love hearing from you. You've given us some great insight. Just a quick note. Are we getting anywhere close to East or West Coast um, You know, hype? Is Midwest coming back at all? 
I mean, you know, yes and no. Are we growing? We're good. definitely growing. No, 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 that's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. We're I mean, trendy. the Midwest is underserved. There's no, no. doubt, right? Like, no. there is no doubt that there is not a Call of Duty League franchise here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, NBA 2K, you can go to, like, Oklahoma and some other places. You can look at, like, CSGO over – like, there's mm-hmm. – it's just not quite here yet, mm-hmm. but – I think that brings an interest. Like, that's why we're here, right? Exactly, like, exactly. like, what we could do is say, hey, the Midwest is underserved. And you definitely, very similar to the Chiefs, right? Like, the Chiefs are here. Mahomes is from Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Like, every, like, you know, of course, we would all adopt him and say he's from Kansas <laughs> yeah. City forever, right? Never let him go. Uh, but I would say that, you know, we want to wagon wheel it out, right? Like, we have a core group. We have a core. But it's also like we have fans all over the, yeah. over the world, right? So. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, well, that kind of, I guess, ties into my next question. So, I, I mean, KCP has been around for what, over a year now? About a year. A yeah. Over a year. Um, yep. I mean, but a lot of your growth uh, as a company has kind of come in the last, what, like six months since your first capital raise? Sure. Um, so, I guess, talk to us as you're looking to raise this new uh, round of investment, you know, what are your, uh, you know, what are your, I guess, expansion strategies? How are you going to kind of attack growing the brand, sure. you know, with this capital in, in, injection? And this g- gives you a good opportunity to kind of talk about um, you know, the city itself and kind of embracing it as, a, as the fourth brand as well. Sure. Uh, so, so basically, right, like when you're, when you're, if you look at the esports revenue model, it's all going to come from spa- sponsorships and then, um, you know, branding through your, your merch and did you see how I pointed yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> through your merch it and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, wherever the camera is. Um, but yeah, like, uh, you know, and there's some tournament winnings. And then as you grow a little bit bigger, there's an opportunity to work with, um, you know, some of the publishers and some of the tournaments. Like, lands aren't obviously around right now. And who knows sure. when the, these local events will be back. But essentially, you know, all of the capital that we've raised so far has gone directly to the business, right? Mm-hmm. No salaries or anything like that. Right. We're doing the traditional startup, sweat equity, all that good stuff. And then grabbing really talented players. Excellent. So I think a misconception is like there's a couple of like, you know, there's professional, there's amateur, there's streamers, there's content creators, right? That's kind of like what, you know, the esports, you know, gamer, you know, personas would mm-hmm. be um, discussed, right? Um, and so for us, like we want to go out and get, you know, pro players, right? But it also costs to like go out and get content creators who right. are really good for the brand mm-hmm. and can drive really loyal fan base. So for us, it's all about we built the foundation. We understand what levers we can pull, like to generate revenue and to go out and scale, um, and that's what we're going to do with the cap raise, right? Nice. So, so the next step is just like, hey, how do we continue to ensure we're in sports mm-hmm. that makes sense for our brand, makes mm-hmm. sense for our community, makes sense for the Midwest, right? Kansas City. Uh, also, how do we go out and find and recruit top tier players, right? Sure. Like, you know, Slack doesn't do it for free, yeah. right? And yeah. some of our guys don't either, right? Yeah. right? Sure. You know what I mean? Because sure, because they have for a long time, right? Yes, correct. Uh, so like, yeah, the grind is real. So yeah, that's that's exactly what we do. And then at some point you're like, hey, you need to build out, yeah. you know, operationally the infrastructure of like who who's going to work on it right. every single day right. doing so many things. And that's the other thing that, you know, you would think about like, hey, when you're growing your business, mm-hmm. right, the more sales you have like you know it all is like there there's so many different things that go into to growing and scaling a business and um that's you know 100 percent what the race yeah. is for well it's really cool to get a little peek under the hood so i appreciate you sharing that with us it's awesome and next kind of quick hitter questions you can apply them to <clears throat> social apex you okay. can apply them to can't see pioneers you can apply them personally just kind of however you perceive them and, and whatnot but we like to do this football analogy um <clears throat> essentially we ask every guest for a recent first down um, so with any, any of those categories I just mentioned, and that could be a small success that led to sequential or further success. Okay. Uh, we'll ask every guest for a sack, which would be a slight setback that mm-hmm. you had to overcome. 
and then we ask for a Hail Mary. So it kind of ties in a little bit with your expansion and your growth, but maybe a lofty goal you have for sure. next year. Uh, yeah, we'll start with the first down. So the first down, uh, we're moving January. Social Apex, I should say. You're like, who's we? (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, Social Apex is moving the first of the year. So that's first down. We're, uh, you know, our our partner, Charlie Hustle, we're going to be right next to them. And uh, so that'll be cool. So we're downtown. Uh, so that's a good first down. Yeah, it's it a great so, first down. Yeah, that'll lead to a lot of Let's further go. success. Yeah. Let's more, go. More first 30, downs. 30 yard first down. That's yeah, right. That's a big, big yeah. chunk right I, there. I love it, man. What about a recent sack that you guys had to overcome? Ooh, a recent sack. I mean, of course, COVID, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to give the obvious answer. Um, good. But... I should have prefaced. I usually say no COVID. That can't be your sack. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Everyone this year said COVID. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is, right? I mean, so, it's everyone's sack. Yeah. A collective so, sack. I mean, I think that's a good one, right? Like, I don't think, you know, I don't think we've we've taken a sec. Let's say even if we've come close, we've just thrown it out of bounds. Good. Sure, How's right. that you had the elusiveness too yeah. to maybe just yeah dash, yeah dash we the were sack. a little mobile out of <laughs> the pocket <laughs> like we're good. So oh, yeah, awesome. Good. Um, Hail Mary, lofty goal. Oh, Hail Mary, right? So I think Hail Mary for for us, I, I mean, is by the end of 2021 to be thinking about like what's our 25 mil cap race yeah. that we're going or you know Series A. Sure. Like what does that look like, right? And so yeah, that's the Hail Mary. So awesome. we've nice. we've grown in two or three uh, additional sports. We've gotten really good. We've got the you know leadership in place and kind of that mid level management. Sure. Um, roles and uh, and some really amazing team, probably a team house, right? Hey, there we go. If it wasn't for COVID, that would have been that's you know that would have been part of it. But like you know, bringing people in yeah. together is probably not a great idea to make for a lot of reasons <laughs> yeah. that I want to go into. We might right? catch some flack, right? yeah, yeah, like a little bit. We're not trying to do that, right? Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's awesome. I, I mean, I appreciate you sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I remember we had we had talked before this, and you know, just got another you know glimpse under the hood. But was so impressed by you know what you guys have already done in such a short amount of time, oh, and and where you guys are headed. So. Um, gonna be excited to see the journey moving forward. E- esports it. is not going anywhere, right? Yeah. So that's that's the word on the straight, yeah. right? Like yeah. excited to watch your guys' growth and and uh, I'll kind of let Emerson take yeah. over now. We're gonna so, transition to chopping it up. Yeah, Let's from go. esports to real sports, or the esports is a real sport, but traditional, yeah. on, traditional is that ball sports, <laughs> ball sports, stick and ball. There right? you go. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right, that's fair. So your person's wrong there, uh, but uh, yeah. So the Chiefs hung on to win another mm-hmm. tight. Game uh, against the Falcons on Sunday, clinching the number one seed, winning 14 games, all of that, uh, but not the way that we thought we would. Um, you know, you look at our score predictions from last week; everyone thought it'd be a shootout. The way the Falcons have been playing on offense, the way we've been playing on offense, I don't think anyone saw that defense really putting up a stop as, no. as well as they did on Mahomes. And uh, unfortunately, may have lost that MVP race to, to Aaron Rodgers. But uh, we uh, we give uh, Mark, we give the guests every week the first take of the game in the spirit of Andy Reid. So with that, the time's yours. Well, I would say that you pretty much covered it. I was surprised that I don't think anybody thought Atlanta was just going to go like yeah. crazy. And uh, they I did, know. both on offense and defense, which was a little surprising. Mm-hmm. And then what I also noticed was uh, two things on our side, which was like just a little out of sync, right? Just yeah. slightly out of sync, yeah. right? Like just a little bit past the route, just stuff that we really don't see, right? Mm-hmm. Like from uh, Mahomes. And I think, you know, he he had mentioned that as well, like, you know, post game or, or one of the things I saw. Um, and then I think, uh, you know, the other thing that was interesting is that it took a, there was a lot of other folks that were involved that you're maybe mm-hmm. not like, you know, wow, the punt's a huge deal, right? Yeah, like yeah, now yeah. all of a sudden that's huge. Not that it's not every game, right? But it's like, there were some moments of some people that, you know, you probably don't put in the top, like, you know, you know Tyreek, Kelsey, yeah, yeah. Mahomes, right? Yeah. Like caliber that came through and, mm-hmm. and did some really good stuff. So some nice support from everyone, but yeah, yeah like a really... 
not the way that I thought it was going to go down, but, you know, a dub's a dub. So right. if you would have told me that we would put it in the hands of, of young Hoku or, yeah. or we were relying on him to miss a kick, I would be like, I'd laugh at you. If you had told me that last week, you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, I think the Falcons had one of the worst defenses, pass defenses in yeah. the league. You'd think Patrick Mahomes with his cannon of an arm and a receiving core would just decimate. And boy, was I wrong or right. we wrong. Um, you know, the fact that young Hoku had made 27 field yeah, goals Yeah, they gave him straight. the kicker curse. He's going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah, he had never like. missed leading up to that kick. And, and I saw on Twitter today, shout out Twitter, Capasino got his finger on it. Yeah, he did. Really? He tipped oh, it. He tweeted that. today. He goes, "I tipped that." There you and go. And so I was wondering why the ball took such a wild. Yeah, dip he's to a the look right. dead on right it's, away. It's yeah. laces out, Finkel. I think <laughs> that's really what we're talking yeah, about. So yeah. he, he confirmed he did tip the ball. Okay. Um, you know, either way, we had some great things come out of that game. Kelsey, right? He, he's got a record-breaking season. I think he had 98 yards on Sunday, which will have him. Uh, with the tight end all-time leading receiving yards in NFL history. Like we may be, I said this a few weeks ago, we are witnessing the greatest tight end of all time. Yeah, it's and it's on, he's on our team. Yep. Um, I know you have a few other takeaways, so I'll go yeah, ahead and pass he's, uh, Well, Kelsey uh, broke the previous record, and then Kittle broke it, and then Kelsey broke it again. So he's got he's two back. in the top five yeah. uh, seasons of all time. So <laughs> it's also his second season with 100-plus uh, receptions, which is the first tight end to ever do so. Yep. Uh, he did that back in 2018 when he originally broke the record. And then uh, also has 11 receiving touchdowns, yep. uh, and so that ties Tony G for the Chiefs season's uh, single-season tight end record. Uh, for touchdowns, uh, which is also the highest total of his career as well. And uh, he left us to go to the Falcons, and yeah. he beats the records. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Did you see him uh, interviewed? He was like, I was kind of root for both people, but it's like, it's fair for him to yeah. have the conversation. It was cool to hear Kelsey. Tony yeah. G uh, breaking it down post game on the on right. Fox analysis, calling him his little brother, and, and you yeah. know, they, they've that's got neat. a great relationship, so that's pretty yeah. cool to see. But then, uh, so Tyreek has 15 uh, receiving touchdowns, and they're the only duo with 10 plus since uh, Jordy Nelson and Devontae Parker did it. Mm. The Packers back in 2016. You know, that's good. So that's cool yeah. uh but then uh so yeah i mean he leads the re- kelsey does re- leads the nfl in receiving yards probably won't end up with that record if he uh doesn't play this next week which we'll cover here in a right. second um but yeah so what about the defense yeah defense did great um you know the pass rush finally saw some success you saw chris jones get active out there frank clark got active Lejarius sneed another sack mm-hmm. right i mean that guy's just been really blossoming into a phenomenal player this year shout out beach he continues to come through and you yep. see these young guys step up um one of the biggest defensive plays that really stuck with me was the two young guys stepping up on that fumble um, Legereus Neen, I believe, got there first, but Willie Gay mm. came shot out of a cannon to create some impact and, and cause that fumble, which then led to yeah. um, a scoring. So, yeah. uh, you know, as far as the stats, though, four QB hits for Chris Jones, a sack, eight pressures, pass breakup, highest PFF grade um, all year at 92.1. And, and uh, again, yeah. uh, I'm going to hit Willie Gay, all the, you know, hammer him home all the way. I want to see him continue to flourish, and it's, yeah. he's going to be a big impact. I player. mean, to your point, he's one of those guys that stepped up that you normally don't see out there uh, with Hitch mm-hmm. and Damian Wilson out. Um, so Ben Neiman also pulled his hamstring, too, so we were down. And so he uh, yeah. stepped up in a huge way, huge way. Uh, Sammy, uh, just injury report, by the way, Sammy tweaked his calf late in the game. Yeah. Uh, probably won't play next week, but he should be back for the playoffs. Uh, and Sam Mellinger reported that Mitchell Schwartz may not be back for the playoffs, which is a huge loss mm, for this okay. line. Mm-hmm. That's already been patched up all, all year. So we'll probably touch on that next week. Um, but, Mark, you said you didn't play fantasy, correct? You do you do some daily fantasy I mean, I'm stuff. casual. So, okay. like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, gotcha. let's, let's keep it casual. Like, <laughs> uh, like, like, no, no, I don't have a – you you guys go into it yeah. for sure. 
Wow. So I, before you jump into yours, I Go have ahead. to say our producer, Justin, lost in a heartbreaking fashion. So he, <laughs> he lost by three Come points, here, uh, but his yeah. kicker was Young Ho Koo. And so he's sitting there oh. celebrating and he's like, oh, shoot, I lost Sad all that money. But uh, we feel for you, man. We feel for you, man. Um, how'd your teams end up? Oh, man, I'm, I'm just constellation matches. You know, I'm playing for third and one and, and playing for fourth and the other. Um, the third league, I am playing for like eighth. You know, so I didn't get last. Uh, I'm right in the middle of the pack. Should get my money back in one. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I ended up uh, getting second place in one of my money leagues. I didn't place in the others, but the team that I run for my friend from college, she won $400 because I got first place for her. So he's I not asking know. for yeah. any for drafting the team. Yeah. Like, so I, I might I might need a little some money out of it. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, Andy uh, was like, "What's your cut last yeah. week?" You know? yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Uh, but yeah, moving into week 17 here, the Chiefs are sitting pretty as the number one seed. Um, since this game doesn't really mean much, I would assume we're probably going to be resting most of our starters. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your take on that? Do you think we should, you know, rest everyone up? Do you think you should play a little bit? What are, what are your thoughts? I think rest, right? I think we're going in as underdogs, by the way. Yeah. If, you, if you're looking at First the point spread. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, it's going to be a minute, right? And so, yeah, I think you rest everybody up. The bye week is phenomenal, right? Couldn't come at a better time. And, you know, we'll get, maybe we'll get that blowout dub uh, after this. Like, I'm not yeah. really concerned, right? Mm-hmm. And so we'll have, um, you know, reserves and... Because I think it was like 2013 or something where we mm-hmm. almost like it was a very similar mm-hmm. uh, issue where we we're like, hey, we've got a bye week and we're going to go in. And I'm sure it's not 2013, but it, it's happened fairly recently. Maybe 2017 when Mahomes came in against the Broncos. Maybe. Is that what you're talking about? I, maybe. I don't know. I don't think it was that. But in any event. Or are you talking about uh, Trent Green's year? Yes. Where there we, yeah, go. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. so yeah, I think you, you rest everybody up and then just go out and crush it. Yeah. What do you think on that? Yeah, it was weird writing the keys to victory. It's like I was sitting there looking at it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write keys to playoff victories because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this game doesn't really matter as terrible as it sounds. It does matter, but it only matters for a few other reasons. You know, like it matters because we're going to get healthy. We're going to rest up. So all of our primary starters for the playoffs hang out, relax. Mm-hmm. Put some ice. Do whatever you need to do to to recover from that uh, season. As far as the second point, young guys get some much needed snaps. Get Willie Gay out there. Have him start again all yep. game long. Mm. Get fresh. Have the other guys that are are going to be backing up our starters get some uh, reps and some snaps in, so that way if they do need to step up, they're ready to roll. Uh, third, just stay laser focused off the field. You know, probably. I can't speak from experience, but probably it's easy to get distracted three weeks before their first mm-hmm. game. So just be smart, you know. Don't do anything out of the ordinary. Enjoy yourself, but we have a lot um, bigger goals in mind, and I know that they're laser-focused on that. Yeah, so one thing, I mean, before we go into score predictions here and talk about last week, um, by the way, we are we're, we get plus three-and-a-half points for the game. I just looked that up. Oh, uh, so we are okay. going All right. Okay. Um, I still think we might be able to pull it out. We'll yeah. see. Chad um, but I'm going to be That's contrarian funny. here. I'm going to say that we do need to play our starters to start the game off. Ooh, and yeah, the only yeah. reason I say that, if we had blown out the Falcons, I'd be riding high, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about momentum in this league, and yeah. I don't think we've got the right momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, we played a very pedestrian game. You know, everyone's a little off sync, and, yep. you know, you yep. need those game reps to really kind of feel confident going into the playoffs so what i would suggest is maybe first quarter first two drives let the offense go out there on the defensive Mm -hmm. side of the ball i don't think you need to play your starters uh especially with you know our our, most of our linebacking core Mm -hmm. out get them their rest but i think you need to put the offense in there for a drive or two um get get kelsey some touches get tyreek maybe take a deep shot or two and and get the offense back in rhythm until you kind of feel confident about it and then pull Mm -hmm. them so like treat it like a preseason 
Yeah, yeah exactly. That's okay. what I'm thinking. And again, yeah. if, if we ha- if we had blown them out, I'd, I'd be all for it. But I really do think it's about momentum, and I just don't feel comfortable going into a three-week-long period where they're not going to take Dang. a snap when they just played okay. like crap. So that's the only thing I would say um, Andy, going into. Yeah. Take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bring me on the, the We have a plan. Lead. We have a yeah, plan. I'll, I'll cut, I'll, <laughs> that's right. Like, but I, know, it, I know you watch this show. I'm with right? you, Emerson. We're all ahead. <laughs> so all one, ahead. one other thing I think should be cool to watch, too, is Eric Bieniemy getting a, a chance to call the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something Andy always lets, uh, you know, hit. I mean, especially coaches that are in line for a head coaching job. Sure. Uh, he did that with Matt Nagy yep. uh, back in the day when he let him take over onto the offensive coordinator uh, duties. So um, that should be cool to, to see him flourish in that role um, as really the, the go-to guy there. But um, in terms of last week's score predictions, again, we were all way off. Um, the guests yeah. are now 191. Lucas, you're uh, 212, and I am 254, leading the pack. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to wear that football helmet or something for our last episode. <laughs> you, want, you want the least amount of points. Yeah, tonight. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I'm aware>. Uh, <laughs> But, um, yeah, so going into uh, this game, obviously we're favored by three and a half here. Yeah. Um, you know, no, mm-hmm. don't know if the starters are going to play. Probably not. But uh, what are your thoughts on a score prediction? I think 17-14. Kind of okay. 17-14. Hmm. I'm going to go low. All right. You I, like know. It. I mean, back and forth. Up Chiefs and down. or Chargers? Oh, Chiefs. All right. Okay. Right. Come, pull it out. Yeah. Come on. You never yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. I'm going to keep <laughs> Chiefs, you know. But it is a little hard for me to do yeah. so. Um, we'll go with 24 to twenty one, Chad Henney mm-hmm. leads a game winning drive. Yeah. Down there. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Chargers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to my. And if yeah. I didn't pick fourteen and two at the beginning of the mm-hmm. year, I wouldn't do this. But uh, <laughs> I still think we'll end up fourteen and two. Justin Herbert's a talented young quarterback. I think he's gonna wipe Stunning. the floor with us. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we're gonna lose by too much. But again, without much, you know, riding on this game, I just don't think we uh, really show much and, and and have that sophisticated of an offensive plan. So I'm gonna go. Uh, Chargers twenty eight, Chiefs seventeen. Nice. Mm. So all right, yeah. Bets are in. Yeah, locked in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't hate me for picking Chargers. Yeah, right. it, it, you know that's that's very hard for me to do. You're but, using uh, your head, not uh, your heart. I did. I did throw a bet on the Falcons in the under that smacked. So hey, maybe you, you know because recently I've been betting like oh, I love that line. I'm gonna do the exact opposite. Of it. <laughs> I'm doing all right. It works. So, all right. Um, yeah. But uh, any final thoughts, Mark, before we wrap things up? I have no final thoughts. I think uh, that's not true. So I would say, like, super exciting from a Chiefs perspective, right, to get home field and Mm -hmm. just so close to being like, oh, my gosh, can we go back to back? Like, it's insane, right? So that's the final thought. Like, oh, my gosh, we're close. Um, And, uh, yeah, it's going to – 2021 is going to be an incredible year. I think a lot of people are wanting it and wishing it and willing it and – you know, we deserve it. So awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Emerson will wrap up here, but it's been a pleasure having you. I love the insight into the esports world, you know, given my personal experience with it, but just seeing the growth, you know, yeah. in the last 10, 12 years. And so thanks. I yeah. appreciate it. Thanks. And if you're still watching, if you haven't checked out the Kansas City Pioneers, go yes. uh, check out their socials, Instagram, Twitter. You guys are all over Twitch channel too as well. Yeah. Um, they make some great content and they're the future of this city. So yeah. Um, take a take a look at them. Uh, but again, thanks for sitting down with us. Um, that does it for week 17 of Talking Chop. Whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, make sure to subscribe to watch uh, these last couple episodes yeah. leading into the playoffs here. Um, and hopefully, we'll uh, you know keep going here into February. But uh, we'll see. Um, but again, thanks for being with us, Mark. It was uh, great to catch up. Uh, we'll catch you all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.